Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, November 19th. Hope you're doing well today as we uh, journey together this week um, and as we process all that's happening in the world around us. We've been talking about the idea of being exiles, what it means that the world around us is changing and that we find ourselves increasingly in the minority as those who seek to follow Jesus with all of our lives, as those who are uh, seeking to become like Jesus. And that, by, that minority position puts us in the, uh, the category of what the Bible calls a remnant or the uh, exiled people of God. And uh, that just opens up a bunch of the teachings of the scriptures in a, a new light. And so we've been looking specifically at Jeremiah chapter 29, the letter that God pens through the prophet Jeremiah to the exiles that have been uh, sent from uh, Jerusalem and the nation of Israel all around Babylon. And um, one of the things that's striking, and I'm not going to retread the ground that we've looked at the last couple days, but one of the things that's that's striking in the letter is the directives, the um, the commands that are given to those who are in exile. If I pick up in verse five, listen listen to the commands: build houses, okay, live in them, plant gardens, eat their produce. Take wives, have sons and daughters. Then he elaborates, take wives for your sons, give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there, do not decrease. Seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord on its behalf. In its welfare, you will find your welfare. And there's, there's more. Uh, we're we're going to deal a little bit with that last verse tomorrow. But it's, it's striking to me how direct the commands are. Build houses, live in the houses, plant gardens, eat the produce, take wives, have sons and daughters, uh, multiply, do not decrease. There, there's a, 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 almost a staccato direction of God. And the, the summary statement of what God's calling the exiled people to do is to be productive, do, do something. Do something worthwhile, and uh, that, that's a uh, ironic thing because I, I think I think the response that we typically have to uh, feeling put out, feeling like we're on the outskirts of society, feeling like we don't fit or don't belong, that the natural response is to retreat. Our natural response is to to pull back. But Jesus says uh, through God through Jeremiah says, "Be productive." Plug in, be connected, uh, step into the, the good works of God, build houses, live in them, plant gardens, eat their produce, do, do the stuff of life. Now, why does he say that? Well, I think there's, uh, there's several reasons. One, um, he doesn't want us to pull away from society. So we, we talked uh, yesterday about the idea of not making a subculture of the church, not separating ourselves and insulating ourselves as a, a subculture. One of the um, requirements of being productive is we have to be a part of society. We have to be out engaged in society. But the other thing is it, there, there's still the general mandate that God has given people from the beginning 
And he's inviting us to, to live in that. So if we go all the way back to the book of Genesis, when, when man is created in Genesis chapter 1, it's a, this is in verse 26, it says this, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heaven, over the livestock and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. And God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And he continues, uh, that, that's what theologians call the, the cultural mandate. It's an invitation by God into the work of creation, the, the work that God has established for us from the beginning. And so what, what God is saying to those who are exiled is continue to do that which I've created you for, that, that for which I've created you. Con continue to do the things that are inherently part of what it means to be human, what it means to be a society. Continue to show my glory through the things that are normal, through the normal things that you're called to do. And so I, I think for us as 21st century exiles, the, the call is for us to live in the midst of the world with our eyes open to the redemptive work of God that we get to do. So as we build houses, we build houses in the recognition of the fact that God has called us into a society where we can be a blessing to the people around us. And so maybe that means having space in our home for hospitality, for people to come and uh, live with us for a period of time, that we would be able to invite people into our home and, uh, and, and love them well. Uh, when we plant gardens and eat their produce, maybe that means that we plant enough to share. Uh, maybe that means that our, uh, the, the way that we eat our food is in uh, thankfulness to the God who has given us everything that we have. And so there's a clear recognition of that. As we build family, uh, ha take wives, have sons and daughters, um, multiply, do not decrease. As we uh, establish our family, we do it in recognition of the fact that our family is always a, an, a, an organism that's on mission, not a, uh, not a separate entity that we retreat to or a uh, priority that is above all the world around us, but it's a gift of God so that we would have those who are partnering with us in ministry. We're invited to serve with them. All of the, the commands of Jeremiah 29 are reminders to us that we're invited into a, a way of living, not a, a, a removal from, but an engagement with the world around us. And it's in our engagement with the world around us that the people around us begin to see the peace of Jesus in us. And so I, I think as we listen and process what it means to be exiles in the world, part of the invitation is for us to, with intentionality, engage the people around us. And that means, by definition, engage, engaging people who don't agree with us, engaging people who think very differently than we think, 
Um, and uh, by the way, uh, if you go back to the podcast from Tuesday and the idea of uh, the the difference between those who are statistically the church and those who are followers of Jesus, that means engaging with people both inside and outside the church in a way that points people toward truth. We need to be people who are engaging ourselves the truth of God and then living in a world where that can just spill out of us. I'm not talking about a, a, a systematic plan to teach the people around us why they're wrong, <laughs> but I am talking about an overflow that comes from the fact that we are engaging with the Spirit of God, and because we are hearing from Him, His life is being poured into us, and as we engage with the world around us, His life naturally flows out of us. And so that's the prayer that I pray over all of you who listen at the end of every podcast, that the, the grace and peace of Jesus wouldn't simply rest upon you on the outside and wouldn't simply dwell within you to change you, but would, in addition to both of those things, flow from you to a world that needs to hear, that needs to receive. There, there has to be a flow. And that's the heart of Jeremiah 29. Uh, make sure the flow continues. Make sure that you're with intentionality and uh, as part of your comings and goings, make sure that the, the life and the message of Jesus flows out of you. And so, friends, once again, May the grace and peace of Jesus rest upon you, dwell deeply within you, constantly changing you that you would be more like him. And may that same spirit flow from you to the world around you, the waiting, watching world that so desperately needs to hear and experience the truth of Jesus. May you love them well and be productive as exiles in Babylon. Have a great day. Be back with you one more time tomorrow morning.